You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has just concluded a two-day meeting and it's left interest rates unchanged. But obviously, we need to know what they said about the fact that they left interest rates unchanged and what might happen in the future. With me now is Malcolm Charles, who's a portfolio manager, diversified income at 91 in Cape Town. What was the tone, Malcolm? What did they say? To be quite honest, it was very, very similar to the July statement. I mean, if you look at the the majority of the statement, towards the end of it, he got a little bit more cautious. Obviously, with the revisions in GDP, uh, he's reduced the output gap. So you can say there was a slight shift to warn him that you know, we're a little bit nearer to a rate hike than we possibly would have thought. Yeah. So I would say it, it was you know, neutral to slightly hawkish and, and just a, a shift of, shift of mood which is, yeah, I think, understandable considering the slightly better GDP we've got in the, in the country. Yeah, and also, of course, uh, the energy price is rising and the CPI, that's the consumer price inflation rate, rising to 4.9% as announced yesterday. So, of course, everyone's saying that the only way is up when it comes to interest rates. It's just a question of when and why and by how much, I think, Malcolm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's always been the case. I, th- I think you know, we can be thankful that the Saab didn't get carried away like some of our emerging market peers. They were a little bit more pragmatic, a little bit more conservative. So they've been allowed to keep rates on hold for a long time to help the economy. And and we all know that that the economy and employment needs that. But, you know, we have been expecting a rate hike in the first quarter of next year. And push comes to shove, I think it's, you know, a January hike is looking like it's on the cards. Okay. It won't be a bad thing, of course, because it's got to keep inflation in check, or rather their mandate is to keep inflation in check. And if you have a look at the South African 10-year bond yield, it wasn't that long ago, probably three weeks ago, it was at a yield of 8.80%, maybe even slightly weaker than that. And as I speak to you, it's 9.10%, but not disastrous. It's, It's quite an orderly market at the moment. Do you think the market has already factored in what you've just said? In other words, early in the new year, 2022, there'll be a rate hike. Has the market factored that in already? I, I think our market is, is very well priced. I, I don't think there was any surprise there. I think the communication from the Saab has been fantastic all along. And to, to be quite honest, I think global factors are, are moving our market to hang up a lot more than, than local factors. Local factors, we, we're ticking over, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, the global factors are very, very interesting indeed, because as a backdrop to the South African Reserve Bank's meeting decision today, of course, we had the US Federal Reserve last night. And I don't know. I mean, they're, they're being very cautious. And uh, the market says, phew, uh, they didn't really say anything. I mean, apart from the fact that they're going to taper to the tune of well, of going from 120 billion in November of this year down to zero in a year's time. I think that's what they said anyway. How much of an impact is that going to have on South Africa? Never mind South African domestic issues. Go for global now, if you would. Yeah, look at it. Once again, it, it, it's the pace that they do it and the message that, that they've done. And thankfully, you know, Joe Powell's been very good at keeping the message consistent and not, not shocking the market. I think they learned from the, the taper tantrum many years ago that you don't, don't, don't surprise the market because then chaos erupts. So I think if they stick to their plan, stick to their dot, dot plots that, that came out, 
you know, it's it's not going to be supportive for the market, but you know, it'll be an orderly little sell-off of yields, and then you know, it'll be an opportunity then that you could buy them. So, I think it'll be slow and measured, and and a lot of as as you said right earlier, I think a lot of this is in the price because most central banks are being very good communicators. Yes, they really are. They're being very responsible, whereas some politicians are not being as responsible. So well done to the Reserve Bank and well done to Jerome Powell and his team as well. When you sit down tomorrow morning at your morning meeting with your people at Diversified Income at 91 in Cape Town, is there going to be anything different? Is there going to be any any change in policy, any change, any tweaks in your portfolios because of what you've heard today from the South African Reserve Bank and also from the US Federal Reserve last night? No, I don't, I don't think that, that there was any surprise or any new information out there. If anything, it, it, it just, you know, consolidated our views, consolidated our position in, and our thinking around our positions in the portfolio at the moment. That you've got to be cautious. Global risks are there. Global interest rates and inflation are the big concerns that we're all watching. You know, how transitory is you know, is inflation. So mm. I think there's enough there to, to keep us concerned and worried. But as I said, there's, there's nothing new that we learned today and no, nothing that surprised us in either the Fed statement or the Saab statement today. Looking forward, what are the risks? I don't want to talk about the, the good news because good news doesn't travel as fast as bad news. But when you wake up in the morning, is there a red light flashing for, for one particular risk? Is there any risk that you're worried about that might change the scenario that you've just sketched out? Yeah, I mean, my, the thing that's keeping me awake at, at night is Chinese growth or, or, or a hiccup in China. Yeah. So I, the, the, the fantastic tailwinds we've had with commodity prices, which has led to a, a, a record current account uh, surplus, it's, it's read, led to SARS collecting hundreds of billions of rand in tax revenue than, that, that we didn't expect you know, eight, nine months ago. All of that is starting to fall over. PGMs, uh, the platinum metals, the prices have all fallen quite aggressively. And if China continues to have wobbles like with Evergrande, et cetera, and they, and they don't sort of see some sort of stability come from this, emerging markets in general perform badly, and South Africa in particular as a commodity producer gets punished quite badly. So that to me is the, the scariest scenario for me going forward. Malcolm, thank you very much for your analysis. That's Malcolm Charles, Portfolio Manager, Diversified Income at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.